podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. of FML FPL. I am Alon. As Walsh. In this week's app, we'll talk about what the fuck happened in game week 31, look forward to game week 32, and then, you know, with the international break looming large, we'll talk about upcoming double game weeks, blank game weeks, all that shit. Um, quick shout out to Flying Without Ing, still top. What else is fucking new? Water's still wet, etc. Yeah, he's still having blinders. Yeah, he's a monster. Um, let's do a quick opening question. What do you got? Who is your dream FMLFPL email from, and what are the contents? Dream FMLFPL email from? Yeah, like someone who emails in, like needs advice on their team and shit. Mm, I think you need, a lead. <laughs> you need a lead. I need to think for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it while I was writing it, because I'm, I'm thinking it has to be someone like in footy, probably. Yeah. And at first I was thinking like a player, like maybe like fucking Suarez or something, but he's probably too fucking stupid. To actually play fantasy, and I was thinking maybe Brendan Rodgers, the broad, <laughs> would be so funny because I would read it. I would get his email right. I would be reading it in his accent, mm-hmm. and I would know that he typed the entire thing with his very very little hands. His little and he's sausage just like, fingers. His little sausage fingers, and he's just his <laughs> such a massive fake tan. His teeth are so white. And he's just like talking to me about like going five at the back and triple captaining Joe Allen. And I'm just like, oh, this is great. I <laughs> this like is that. gold. That's good. Yeah, my initial yeah. thought was just like a fat manager. Like maybe Steve Bruce also Ooh. asking if I want to have pies and pints. Oh, that's nice. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, he but... just wants to buddy you up and stuff. Yeah, I mean, give me another friend. What's what's the name of the game? Oh, I always blank on his name. The uh, former Newcastle manager that was at the game, John Carver. John Carver. Yeah. Like we were just saying, like <laughs> you can just look at him and you know, like how bad his breath is. Yeah, terrible. It's just like stale coffee, like probably some like whiskey or some shit on there. It's just like disgusting. But it's probably so that, sweet. Yeah, but that's a good email to get. Yeah, that would be. That would be fun. Some just some <laughs> fucking fat, like big fat Sam wanting to get tea yeah. into pudding. He secretly puts so much bourbon in his tea that he has after halftime every <laughs> game, just like letting me know all the secrets. The teeth are just rotting for fun. Uh, I mean, my teeth are already rotten, 17 cavities high. Oh my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> I have my, my first dentist appointment in like five years. Be afraid. Probably in like a month, it's going to be a nightmare. Be afraid. <laughs> I'm very afraid. <laughs> all of my money is just gone. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into what the fuck. Well, what did you do last game week? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're skipping too um, far ahead. I had 80 points. I rose 5K to 36K. Um, the triple luster D paid another treat. That was the uh, mm. third clean on the bounce with that guy has been propelling me. Yes. Um, Erickson gave me some differential points, and then everything else, Captain K and usual suspects. Um, the only real myth I had was the Arnautovic onside oh. goal that was disallowed. That would have given me, that would have been a lot of points extra for my rank because everyone scored really high. But 
If I got an extra like six points or something out of Arnautovic, that would have been a flyer. Yeah, but, with bonus yeah. and the clean oh, too. Fuck, I'm scratching my chest. I just realized. Yeah, don't scratch tough. your chest. It's a nightmare. Bear status. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. I had a good week. I mean, I had 80. I rose, so it's just it was frustrating. And we'll get to you next, but. Everyone scored high. Everyone has the same fucking players. Like story of my life. It's just boring at this point. Yeah, it just seems like all the, like yeah, the Leicester cleans great, but then like also Tottenham cleaned, like Swansea cleaned, Arsenal. You know, it's just like every other mm-hmm. highly owned defender also cleans. So it didn't even end up fucking helping. Yeah, because my differential like Rondon was a nightmare. I fucking brought him in, and that was fucking dick fuck. Yeah, it was dick fuck. And Siggy, I don't know. It was really just Captain It was just King a weird and, week, yeah. Like yeah. So to my team, I got 75, which is normally good, but I actually went down like 6K, but that's well, basically nothing. you got 71 because you hit. Oh, yeah, yeah, 71 with the hit, so not as good. Um, I didn't Captain Kane is really the end of. Yeah. Um, I went for the differential Captain Alexis. He returned, but not Kane levels yeah, of return. Yeah, not 16. Yeah, but the the real truth is that I just got fucked by injuries, honestly, and, which is like rare. I feel like in FPL to like have that complaint. It's more of like a fantasy football complaint. Yeah, but yeah, Otamendi. I thought he would play. Like most people thought he'd play, he didn't play. And then uh, Firmino, just like the day before, picks that up was, an injury. Yeah, that was really what hurt. What hurt you? Because you AOA'd into your three four three. So it's like, yeah. And, Instead, my auto subs were Circus Charlie got one and Bertrand who got one. So it was just, yeah, and which was, was expected. You played around it, but you yeah, exactly. I, I was trying to not play them. Yeah, and then yeah, so. man plans dick fuck laughs. Dick fucks laughs, and I didn't take the minus eight that I talked about. Yeah, you would the have came ahead of Ashley points. Williams, which actually would have been great, but whatever. Take yeah. hits, have fun, fuck the world. Moral of the story. Yeah, if you took that hit, you would have come ahead by, what, like three or four points? Three yeah. points. Yeah, I mean, I still came ahead with my hit. I did... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I did... What did I do? I did Vardy and Defoe. Richie to Siggy and Defoe. So I came up like a few points. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, Defoe, eight point was great. Everyone else pretty much just got... Oh, like, did Vardy do anything? He had an assist, I he think, assist. right? Uh, okay, so yeah. Yeah. But um, then uh, I have Defoe home West Brom this week, so I still feel great about it. Yeah, it's way better than playing Southampton. Yep. Like all the Vardy owners. Like all the Leicester. Um, it feels like we haven't potted in a long time, even though it's only been a week. Am I, am I alone in that? No, I agree. I feel out of it. Yeah, we're. I think, feel like we're both getting like dick-fucked by work right now. Yeah, I've been getting hammered at work lately. Yeah, you sound um, a little tired. I need the energy up. All right, I'll try to fucking boost. <laughs> try standing. That's my technique. No, if I stand, the microphone's gonna fuck me up. How many ass. beers are at reaching distance? Zero beers. I didn't have. T- I had to what fucking get my phone. Fuck? I didn't have time to go get beers today. Mm. It's my phone. You know, my phone that's, broke yesterday. That's so. that's bad news for everyone. No, that's good because I won't be like slurring and out of it at the end <laughs> yeah. of the pod. By the <laughs> end, you do get a little slurry. Yeah. All right, well, let's great. jump ahead to what the fuck happened last week and uh, just a quick word from a sponsor and then we'll uh-huh. dive right in. Do you suffer from skin rashes like eczema, poison ivy, hives, or athlete's foot? Do you have a jock itch that just won't let you sleep at night? Or maybe your scalp itches from ripping your own hair out while watching the Manchester Derby? We're proud to present you Martin DiMichelis' Rash Challenge. Rash Challenge is the Argentinian topical ointment driving dermatologists out of work. 
Rash Challenge may help control the itching, swelling, and redness associated with being a Manchester City fan, or it might make it way, way fucking worse. It's time to get the rash out of your life with Rash Challenge by Martin Dimichalis. Why is it Demi? Because he's just such a nightmare? Yeah, I was just, <laughs> when I was thinking about sponsors, I was just thinking about like what happened this week and like... Uh, yeah, the derbies and everything. And then I was just like, oh my God, like that goal that United scored was just like 100% his fault. And it's game, rare to see that. Yeah, he was terrible. That game sucked. Yeah, and Automendi didn't play. And I was just like, fuck, this is what you get when fucking Demon Chalice is even on your fucking roster. It's also, like I just thought it was a little clever pun, Rash Challenge. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that a lot. That was the best part. <laughs> I mean, I pulled my headphones out. I didn't hear you. Yeah, I was I was covering my mouth with my hand. Um, but let's okay, get into so, the derby. So, yeah, United won. They closed the gap big time. LVG was into it. He was standing up. Yeah, if he stands and smiles, that's yeah. like huge. Yeah, it's basically a title game for him. Yeah, um, Man City are just such the most tiring, annoying shit ever. Yeah, I used to like not hate them as much as other teams like Manchester United or like Chelsea or whatever, but like they're so fucking hateable this year. Yeah. They're, they're just, just so bad to watch and so unenthusiastic and not creative and slow and old and it's just yeah. like fuck. They were saying on Football Weekly what an old squad they are and they really are. They have a lot of old players, but it's yeah. just Aguero was just off it and yeah, they didn't and, create anything. And yeah. You, it was ugh, it was so such a drab affair. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I will say, because I see a lot of people talking about, do, should I even own any city players and stuff like that? Well, two things, really. One is no one in the league has Aguero's potential, so not having him for two double game weeks is just asking for it because either one of those double game weeks he can easily score five-plus goals. Which yeah. is ridiculous, but it's true. Very and then true. number two is that De Bruyne's back maybe after the international break. And maybe he's like exactly what they need. He's young, he's energetic, he's fucking creative, he's attacking, and maybe he'll just ignite Aguero. Yeah, I mean, even though they were still kind of bad, their waveform was still kind of bad when they had KDB earlier. Um, He's obviously going to help, right? He's a creative yeah. player. I mean, they dominated United. Yeah, I mean, for, for you, parts of the game. Parts of the game. I mean, they definitely had like way more possession, way more chances, even if half chances. Yeah, and just but, like we're further forward than United were. That, yeah, that's very true. But at but, the same time, there was yeah. a lot of middle third, just like stupid shit out of play and not yeah, totally, much threat totally. either way. But, but like maybe KDB is just that knife edge they need to like actually beat a guy and then make a pass or something like that. That would be nice. Just the the upgrade of KDB over Navas is what you don't even need to tell us. Uh, now nice. talking about Navas and versus KDB is like trying to divide by zero and like it just breaks your calculator. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a fucking <laughs> fucking Navas. Uh, Nava. It's so funny when I look on fantasy football scout member stats and where Navas is on like their stats and just he breaks the stats because he. It's always yeah. like really good, but it's yeah, it's so like twenty bad. crosses. Yeah, 
And by the numbers, uh, like, he'll eventually get one and there'll be an assist. It's like, no, 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 no. Nah, dude, it's not us, don't worry. I was actually wondering, like, eventually, like, deep, like, hardcore fantasy statistician type of guy, if someone's going to, because you know there's all those sites that, like, project fantasy points. Yeah. I wonder if there's eventually going to be a site that, like, projects bonus. So it's like, you're a left back playing against Manchester City who's starting Navas at right wing. Yeah, like you're nailed for max bonus. You're gonna yeah. block at you're least block fifteen 3, crosses. Three thousand crosses because they're all. Yeah, you're gonna block right fifteen to crosses, have ten takeaways, and like no fouls or anything. Yeah, but the problem with that is they always change the bonus system every year. So how long would it take mm. before you have like enough sample size to like true. In- initiate that? That's Theoretically, true. though, that would be great because that would. I mean. That would just be great. What your baseline projection of the bonus system would be, like not counting clean sheets or goals or yeah. assists, and then like put that on top of if you think your guys, yeah, that'd be it cool. It seems so doable, right? It's like, okay, this team crosses like most in the league. So yeah. like Robert Huth is probably going to get BAPS if they keep it clean because he's going to head out the fucking 20 headers. And it's not only that, but they also still now have the advanced stats of like down the left, down the right, et cetera. Like what teams. Like yeah, exactly. Is that where they on attack. The left. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that'd be good. Let's All do right. that. We're getting Next off. Sponsor. We're getting off. What the fuck? But yeah, things to do. That game sucked. Aguero's out of form. I felt bad for anyone who captained him over Kane. That would have been a nightmare. Yeah, the thing with him is like he just—he's so good that like even when he gets those half chances, it's like he's out of form if he doesn't convert them. Yeah, like he gets no slack at all. No, and he shouldn't because he's the, one of the best strikers in the league and he's the best player in the league. So yeah. when he has those half chances, which are more or less sitters for him at times, I mean, at we times, were like yeah. saying he missed a sitter, which wasn't a sitter by any, it wasn't like a Welbeck sitter. No, no, no. Um, but it was for him something that he should nine times out of ten convert. It's frustrating to watch him miss those chances, but they're not creating that much. So going into the double game week, it's tricky because. A lot of the te- there aren't a lot of teams that have doubles in 34 and games in 35. City is one of the few of those teams, but yeah. it feels criminal to spend a premium midfield slot on one of their midfielders. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't know. It's you know really. Yeah, it, I mean, get- it's a huge differential. Is the one good thing about it? Like, yeah. if you're gonna get KDB, like that's a massive differential, and he has every right to. Be one of the top scorers, but it's really risky, and they're so bad, and he's so fucking expensive. Yeah, and he's also who knows when he comes back if he's going to be eased in. I mean, there right, right, are right. only two games before, and they have Champions League too. So yeah, you don't know how he'll prioritize. Um, but yeah. yeah, City seem tricky. I am looking though. Cliche seems to pop into my team a lot. Yeah, that's Even fair. Though, I mean, he seems as nailed as anyone. Yeah, I mean, he's been getting forward more. His stats have been a little better getting forward, and he's a good bonus point. He's relatively cheap, but no company, no party, so I'm not sure it's worth the outlay. I'm also. No company, no heart. <laughs> yeah, no heart. Well, I love bald fucking mental fuck, so. Yeah, but he's not good. <laughs> he is a mental fuck. <laughs> he's so good. He's the fucking Hispanic Uzan. Yeah, he's. I love him. He's yeah. great. Yeah. Um,. But anyway, City's tough to invest in right now because yeah. uh, outside of Aguero. But yeah. United yeah, also, their yeah. fucking replay was just announced today for with West Ham to be April 13th, which is 
smack dab and right where the double game week is for them, and they have they have like three games in nine days. So I'm very very. Oh, it's like in the middle of game week thirty four. It's in between 30, 33 and 34. So they have a game. April 10th is game week 33. April 13th, West Ham replay. 34. Game week 34 is the 16th and 20th. So between the 10th and the 20th, they have five games. Oh, my God. And that is, I think, the exact same thing for West Ham, too. Between yeah. the 9th and the 20th, they have four games. Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's not great. Four games, not five games. Yeah, between the tenth and the twentieth, they have four games. So it's four yeah. games in ten days. So I mean, I was thinking more about United as is, and it's kind of related because like you want Rashford, and he's so cheap, and he seems really good and nailed. But Rooney's like right around the corner from coming back, so it goes back to probably defense is where you actually want to invest, and they get rotated less anyway. Yeah, it's. I was. I had Rashford in a couple of my drafts, and I was just thinking the exact same thing. Right, I'm wild carding now, so I don't know in three weeks if Rooney's going to be back. And then having a four or five striker is not great to have to work around. Yeah. But yeah, having like Deeney's only point seven more. He's on pens, and he's always involved in their goals, even though they don't really attack so much. I don't know what the team attacking statistics are like Watford v United, but. I don't know. Wow, just, all four of Watford's doubles are away. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. But for they them. have a home villa in between that, which is very nice. Yeah, that is nice. And I mean, I was just looking at they have home Everton in thirty three two, which is a great fixture. Great fixture, yeah. Um, but still, yeah, I don't I like know. That. I, was, I like that. I'm just like Deeney. Like, let's fucking. I love his head. I love Deeney. What is? What kind of Pokemon is he? We said. Oh, he's the like a Machop or something. Or he's like Kangish Khan. Kangish Khan, yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's definitely fighting style. Like, or, yeah. yeah, like Hitmonchan or Hitmonlee. Yeah, exactly, because he, he's just as wide as he is tall. Yeah. And he's just so Graveler. Oh, he could be anyone. God, but, a Pokemon game with footy players? Oh, it's so good. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be good. If we renamed all of the players' names Pokemon, so they're yeah. just like, Gabrielle, and it's who's a ratat ratata. <laughs> Great shot. Him and um, Flano. Or Flano's like, Gabrielle's the evolved Flano. All right. Um, we're we're way off topic this pod. <laughs> this is an international break special. We're yeah, get... international break is fuck me land. Like, yes. we're just left in, like, we, we'll talk about what the fuck. We'll talk about the doubles and shit. We're not going to even dip into captains and cleans or no, our team or our transfers yet. Yeah, because no, it's is, just like too far away. We'll do that next week. So we're just yeah, it's just international. This is break. Twilight Zone for the deep listener. I mean, you know when it's international, all your football pods are all fucked up. Like you never know when they're going to come out. They're all fucked up. Yeah. So this is the Twilight Zone episode one of two, part one. Yep, and part um, two it'll be me and Nate, right? Yeah, I'm fucking not here for part... No, no, it'll be us, because it'll be next week, right? Yeah, yeah. It'll be me. Okay, it'll be you, and then two Nate pods? Yeah, maybe one. We'll see. We'll talk about it. Oh, my God, because it's going to be like... An, I need someone more excitable. No offense, producer Nate, because it's going to be like double game week week. Yeah, yep. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to get you on the horn. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right, let's let's talk about some games. Okay. Um, or not. Spurs, I don't fucking care. Spurs spanked Bournemouth. Everyone knew that was coming. So let's talk about... Sp- I can't believe I didn't, Captain Kane. I know. <laughs> I 
like, I know, dude. But it was so annoying because Alexis got the early return, and you're like, okay, he just needs one more thing, and it's auto double digits, and you're fine. And like, and then Kane scored in the first minute. Yeah, Kane scored in 35 <laughs> seconds. Alexis oh. just was making all the right runs. I think it was the best he's looked all season, honestly. And they just yeah. like missed every pass. It was yeah. like, oh, Alexa's great run, and they just like overhit the pass or fuck it up somehow. It's just like, yeah. oh, this is fun to watch. You don't want that. No, the early game, this is really fun to watch. I'm having a great time. Yeah. But yeah, so what were you saying about Spuds? What do we do with our Spurs assets? Their fixtures turn. I know. Ali, I mean, everyone has Ali. Everyone's got a defender. They don't have a double game week. Is Kane droppable? I don't know. I mean, it's- I'm going to go without Kane because fuck it. I would rather just bring him in and out of my team. I'm going to lose a lot of value in it because I bought him at... I, I, You've I think had him I, for a long ass time. I've had him for a long fucking time. I think I bought him at like a million ago, but I don't care. I'm going to just get double game weekers and have fun. Well, How much can I get fucked by like one or two weeks where I don't have Kane? Yeah. Probably a lot. But we'll probably, see. probably a lot, considering <laughs> I just got completely fucked by him. But they still are at Liverpool, home United. Can't see a ton of goals in those games. But yeah, at Stoke's not good either. Yeah, it's not that good. So I mean, like, here's the thing: like, I have so much less of an opinion because I'm not on wild card right now. So for me, it's all still like very theoretical because I'm like, I could keep Kane, I could get rid of him. It depends if there's someone I really like and want to bring in. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then he has home West Brom 35, which is like I'll captain him 100. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah. for me, it's like it feels still far away. But for you, you're bugging out. Yeah, I'm, I'm bugging. I mean, I'm still not sure if I want to get rid of him, but. Um, other than him, though, I'm totally not even... I mean, I have Erickson and Ollie, but with their tough fixtures, I don't see a reason why holding makes sense. I mean, you can yeah, bench Ollie because he's cheap, but... Yeah, and they don't hurt you too much, you know? Like, Ollie yeah. hasn't scored a goal in forever, and that was Kane, that was Erickson's first return in a bit, too. Yeah. Like, they're not going to, like, bury you with a Mares like, hat-trick type of week. No. Yeah, Ollie hasn't scored a goal since February 2nd, which is probably yeah, the last time like Palace it. scored a goal. Yeah, and it was that fucking worldy too, right? Uh, yes, or the worldy. It was right after the worldy. He's coming oh, okay, okay. Uh But yeah, Kane. Kane's a big, a big question mark about keeping or getting. Yeah, him. I saw a tweet from like one of the FFS guys, and he was like, "Kane is the guy we're all gonna get rid of, and like he's gonna have a hat trick." Yeah. I was like yeah. Super yeah, it possible. could happen. I mean, at yeah. Stoke, game week 34, and then he has West Brom home 35. So what I'm loosely planning on is probably getting rid and just having some fun and then trying to get him back in with my two, tra- two, two frees in 35 and taking a hit, probably yeah. getting him and probably like Mares back. But Mares. All, honestly, there are two things I'm thinking is that, one, having 15 double game makers is just fucking fun and let's That's fuck. so fun, yeah. Yeah, it's just fun to have... 30 players and and probably not cuz we'll have rotation and we won't pick the right guys but yeah <laughs> um, I haven't had Mares forever and yeah. he's 96% owned among active players and I keep getting greens and shit so I go so without thinking Kane, maybe I'm not. thinking what? so you're thinking maybe not yeah cuz it's like going without Kane it's the same principle where as long as the guy I pick gets points or whatever if the my replacements are still doing okay I could still get green arrows and it's the differential, it's fun. I don't know. 
No, I totally feel that. I mean, that's definitely like the trendy talk that I'm seeing on like Reddit or whatever. It's just like uh, the two transfers that you make for 35 are like bring back in Kane or bring back in Mars, or those are the two guys you keep in 34 when you bench boost. Yeah, and either are good, I guess. Those aren't bad. Go. Yeah, no, those aren't not bad. bad. You could keep both easily and yeah. still be okay with uh, 13 double game weekers with the bench boost, but. Yeah. I still think that it's just more fun, personally. I just have, we'll have more fun having 15 double game weekers Absolutely. and then getting these template players back and after to cover myself against the casuals. Um, yep. yep. But Speaking still, of Mars, he scored this week. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is he, even though they're one nilling, Mars and Vardy every single time, are at least, you're at least getting a return out of one of either. And this week it was both, and that was the worst thing ever for me because... I'm always comparing my triple clean points versus the clean sheet Mars and Vardy points. And right, this right, week right. it was basically a wash with Fuchs yeah. and the other two with the five and the nine or whatever. But what are you going to do? Yeah. It's still, I've still gotten three straight cleans on three triple straight clean triple sheet. cleans. That's like fucking it's such insane. a Yeah, And that's also was part of the reason why I wanted a wild card is I just see that Southampton game as a tough one. and that's my big differential, kind of, is the three defenders there. And I had three Spurs attackers, and they're playing right. bad teams. I'm just like, fuck it. What's the real reason you're wildcarding, though? I'm going to be in London between game week 33 and game week 34. So if I go with my wife to London, and I'm going home, we're going to the hotel, and I'm spending an hour and a half on my phone tinkering every night, she's going to want to fucking kill me. Kill you. Kill me. And I've done similar things before in the past, and it doesn't work out well for me. So yep. I figured it'd just be better to get it out of the way. I have an extra week of tinkering. All I do at work all day is tinker. You're a family and, man. Yeah, I'm a family man. So I'm going to do it now, and I'm going to get whoever I get, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Good on you. I'm trying. <laughs> you sound so sad. I mean, because it's dumb. It is dumb. Like, I mean, I, I'm sad though. Let's be honest. Like, I'm gonna be fucking freaking and wildcarding. You're gonna be fucking in London. Yeah. I mean, I'll be able to send some. I'll catch up, and I'm not gonna be. MIA You'll catch up and be like, "Oh, you're fucking mental." Ha, ha, ha. And then I'm just gonna be like so alone, just like. No, I'll give you more. Under than the that. covers, tinkering till five a.m. Just like. Anything else from this week? But I mean, this was felt like the most typical expected week of life. Yeah, pretty much. Other than that, Everton, that's why being, everyone scored so high. Like, yeah, Pyatt returned and. Everton were horrible. That was the one thing I didn't yeah, expect. I thought there were going to be goals so in that game. but yeah. yeah, I thought it was going to be such a high-scoring game. I um, feel like Norwich beat West Brom 1-0. Yeah. West Brom are still They're back. Bad. They're back to being They're bad, back. I guess. Yeah. They were horrible. Another clean against Villa, Swansea. Like, that was nailed. Yeah, 1-0. Look, Swansea looked really bad, though. Yeah, that was we a fucking that. horrible yeah. game also. That was a horrible game. And then Liverpool blew a 2-0 lead. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't have to talk about that. There's not much to say. I mean, the one Liverpool-related thing that I will say is related to the doubles and et cetera. And for those who haven't like really looked at it heavy, Liverpool are the only team in the league that have a double 34, double 37, and a game in 35. Mm-hmm. And for me, that just makes them so essential for investment. 
because you need doubles in 34, you need doubles in 37, and then not having a blank means you don't have to account for a free transfer. And for me, the main guy who's going to be, after like thinking about it all week, the main guy who's going to be probably number number one guy on my team is going to be Mignolet, which is like, I'm probably going to get laughed off the park, off the pitch, off the pod. I'm going to get laughed off the pod. <laughs> and that just makes no sense in this context at all. But like, yeah, like he's not good. He's not that great of a keeper. And like people love to shit on him. He's, if you think about just minutes played, he's nailed for four points in game week 34 and four points in game week 37. The number well, one goalie. 34 is ish because they could get scored on. No, I'm just saying from minutes played. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, yeah. minutes played times two yeah. in both of those. In game week 34 yeah. and game week 37, the two doubles, he'll at least mm-hmm. get four points. Because yep, we don't 100%. even have a backup goalie. Bogdan got relegated to, like, I don't know, the end of the rainbow with his lucky charms. Minulay, like, the best, the highest scoring goalie in the league this year is Butland, and he averages 4.2 points per game. So you're saying by getting someone like Minulay in, who's also not that expensive, he's 4 9, you're like guaranteeing four points minimum from the two doubles. And then just get a clean anywhere around there. And obviously, he gets some cleans. You're just like going to average like a very, very high score with your goalie, guaranteed, as nailed as anyone. I'm going to have them in, and I'm going to have them for the rest of the season. Yeah. And I mean, their fixtures for the rest of the season are good. Um, yeah. The bad fixtures fall in the doubles. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Yeah, I'm points. I'm there yeah. with you with Minula. He's he's in instead of De Gea for me at this point. I mean, you save almost a mil, um, and yeah, your case for him is very compelling and makes sense to me. I mean, yeah, and and the final point, which is like an obvious one, but maybe not to everyone, goalies are the worst position in the league. Like, yeah. they're the lowest scoring position, so you don't want to do like a fucking check De Gea despite the fixtures. Yeah. You want cheap. You want like the cheapest guys you can get. So it's probably going to be Minule and like fucking prosciutto face Bob Elliott, and that's, that's a, yeah, that's who I have in right now. Yeah, and I think that's that's like definitely the move for me. Yeah, and I was also checking some stats in Newcastle. Are we good with what the fuck? Like, can we just fully plunge into double game weeking and shit? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, is let's just go. Let's get I mean, after it. No, no, fuck it. This is right. what. This is the good shit. Yeah. Um, what were we just talking? Oh, I was doing some looking at Newcastle stats under Raf, and it's a small sample in the last two games, but their defensive stats are really good um, in the last they, two games. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, that's what he's known for. That's all I was going to say. Yeah, the yeah. Leicester and Sunday games, even though they conceded one in both and, and lost both games, uh, they like. Haven't they've given up? I think maybe lowest shots in the box of all teams in the last two game weeks. So, I mean, I was looking at Elliot at four is just no risk whatsoever. You just fucking he's the cheapest thing ever, and you'll yeah. just get the bench boost out of him. But he also has at Norwich this week, which is good for me. I mean, I'm going to yeah, probably definitely. start him over Minule this week with home home Spurs. Yeah, definitely. And then I'm also I, I feel like in my tinkering there. Probably about twenty-ish names that keep coming and going, and Jan Mott's one of them. 
Mm. I mean, you you had a pretty fun time with them earlier in the season. Yeah, it was a nice flirtation, and he I think he just has that attacking potential of even goals from the fullback position. And I mean, he hasn't really been good at all in the bonus point system, but he's still pretty cheap. And I think from an attacking standpoint at four mm-hmm. eight, you could do worse. And home Swans is a really good fixture for the double. And, and so sure, is home city for an attacking standpoint, at least. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. And yeah, from yeah. an attacking standpoint, who knows what will happen. But. They just got shut out by Norwich and United back to back. Like, who knows? Yeah, they could blank. That could be a shock nil-nil or some yeah, shit. Yeah, why the Even, fuck not? Like, why not? Newcastle's playing for everything, everything and City have given up on the fucking season. Yeah, so Jan Mott seems to be someone in my thoughts. But it's also looking at Jan Mott also versus someone like Dawson, who doesn't really have a double game week in 34 because one of them is at Arsenal. Mm-hmm, that's so, not good. I mean, that's at best probably a one-pointer unless if he scores a goal. That's what I was about to say. He's also the most attacking defender on their team, or, so you can't really say yeah. that. No, that's true. You get 90 more minutes of him potentially scoring off a set piece, which is a real thing against Arsenal. That's real, and Arsenal also haven't been good going forward. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of a close call where I'm looking at someone like Jan Mott mm-hmm. versus Dawson in that range of kind of the 5.0 range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it seems like I'm f- going to fit someone in there, but then also Rojo, even though they're having so many games, I feel like it's just going to be worth putting him in, but he probably won't play both, so maybe not. I mean, maybe it's better to get someone like Dawson or Janmat over Rojo, who you it, you would have to be lucky for Rojo to play both those thirty those Game Week 34 league games when they have high-stakes replay with West Ham. He's not right. playing center, but he might play center back. I mean, that could be. Right, right, it right. seems like other than Smalling, they're going to rotate. So it's it so worth- weird though because like I mean, obviously no one knows this except LVG. But like, is the West Ham game high stakes in the FA Cup when they're I, one point off top yeah, four? I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine him. I guess if he's going to rotate, it would be for that game, right? Yeah, right. It has to be. Like it should be. This is like. The only teams in between them are City, their bitter rivals, and West Ham, who, and they're tied on points. Yeah, like this is like their chance. This is like LVG's chance to like redeem himself and not be a fucking dick fuck, just like joke of the league. Yeah, and it's it's difficult because it's Rojo's missed so many games. Yeah, so many. But is it's not a matter of maybe fitness of just keeping them fit because he only he and the physio team will know how many games they could withstand in their bodies yeah. in such a small period of time. Yeah, so yeah. if he's going to have to prioritize or rotate, and especially at the fullback position now, with they have like Varela, they have fucking oh, Varela is so back. fucking bad, dude. Yeah, I know, but it's still a warm body. They just, yeah, they're totally, starting totally. to get more fit. And even the Rojo can play center back. I mean, Darmian's in that same price range. Yeah. It seems like you other than You can't get Smalling, any other fullbacks. Yeah, it seems like other than Smalling, you're going to just be fucked, and you're only going to get one player for that Game Week 34. But at the same time, looking long-term, Game Week 37, they have another double. So maybe, And they also have pretty good fixture. I mean, home Leicester I don't think is terrible of a fixture, but... You can't um, say, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's like It's not good, though. If a team scores one goal a game, it's not that bad. Yeah, but... It's tough to see past having Smalling and Rojo or having Smalling and Darmian. 
Smalling, I'm going to pr- figure out a way to keep it. Like yeah, that. I'm going to keep Smalling in. In the same kind of Mignolet argument, it's just like he's really the only like nailed as fuck player. They have incredible fixtures. It's just like... He has no goals all year. It's ridiculous. He scored one in like FA Cup or something, yeah. right? Uh, no, or some goals. some cup or some shit, yeah. but end of like he's gonna be one of the highest scoring, if not the highest scoring defender from here to the end of the season. Yeah, I there's agree just with no that way. Sure. Yeah, I agree not. with that completely. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about like United because, like you said, they have the blank in 35, and as does so the teams with a double in 34 and a double in 37, but a blank in 35 or um, Watford. Watford, United, and West Ham. So uh, you're missing someone. Am I? Palace also. Oh, but Palace, yeah, they haven't been announced yet. I think they have. The Everton Palace game hasn't been announced. That could that's be what announced. I mean. Oh yeah, if that's announced in 35, that would be very nice. Yeah, so I just don't know yet because, like I said, I'm not on wild card yet, so I'm not like I'm not freaking yet. But the- Palace and Everton aside, it's Watford, United, and West Ham. So yeah. like. Just a a PSA, basically. Like, you can get Smalling, and I'm sure a lot of people have like De Gea and and fucking Herelio and Payet and shit. But just be careful how many you get because you can bench a maximum of four players if one of them's a goalie. Mm -hmm. And then, like you brought up, I think on last pod, you'll also want to, if you have someone like Smalling and Payet, like, you'll 100% want to keep them. Because after the blank in 35, they have 36, and a double in 37, and then 38. So just be very wary and plan your transfers. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. And we're going to be doing some yo-yoing to some degree because everyone who's blanking in 35 has a double in 37. So yeah. you're going to want to probably get some of them back. So Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's going to be difficult to figure that out when it, the time comes. You know, yeah. I guess we'll have to see... For Game Week 35, who our least desirable double Game Weekers are for 37 with the blank, because we'll all have about four. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll have to figure out which ones we want to remove or which ones we want to hold, and then we're going to probably be starting some fucked-up formation game. I don't know, 35. And also what's weird is, like, it's not weird. It's just funny that, like, no one is talking about, like, injuries or red cards or anything. Like, I love yeah. how many people are so confident and like, this is exactly what I'm going to do, and then I'm going to transfer out him and him. And it's like, it's like, okay, like a month from now, like every single player is going to be in the same form, and no one's going to be hurt, and no one's going to be suspended. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, you have to have just a guideline, and you have to plan for, hope for the best, plan for the worst, and just Yeah, exactly. Be it's going to be a fucking Wild West out there. It's going to be crazy. Everyone's going to be taking like minus 16s. Yeah, it's definitely going to be crazy. Yeah, Um, Um, yeah, so I also don't want to gloss over the fact that you're on wildcard because that's very titillating, and (laughs) I want to know, and I'm sure everyone wants to know where you're at, so we know your goalies are Mignolet and Elliot, but let's hear the latest draft. Okay, so I've been playing around with De Gea and Elliot. Elliot's pretty nailed because four just makes sense. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mignolet, though, I am liking more because of the, the savings. Um, I've been trying to, the more I tinker, the more I kind of see differentials in defense. And um, I've been having a hard time with Arsenal because obviously we're going to go with three Arsenal players. But um, still kind of between Alexis or Otsel. And I've had a couple Alexis and Otsel drafts, but I don't really like them too much. I think it's a little too expensive it's to go so with them. so much money, yeah. Um, 
so I'm still not decided. I mean, the stats are pretty close, and I think Otsel's going to be a lot safer. And at this point of where I am in the standings, I feel like it's maybe better for me to go with a little the savings and uh, go with Otsel instead of Alexis, but that's still TBD. Uh, Bellerin's been pretty nailed in all my drafts. And then mm-hmm. the third player I've been looking back before, back and forth between is uh, Gabriel, Kashelny, and um, Monreal. I've had them all in my drafts in different points of time. I'm a little not sure about Gabriel. It seems like he's first choice, but I'm just not sure. Yeah, I'm not, no one's sure. It's so fucking confusing. Because yeah. even Kashelny to a degree is, I'm thinking, like, sometimes he rests him. Yeah, and and he seems much more injury prone than the other two. Yeah, he just like picks up knocks and stuff. Yeah, but at the same. Well, what time, about your boy Welbs? He's just in a bad price point. Like I'm going with Lukaku, no question, and I'm going with Aguero. And if I want to fit well back in at the third striker, I have to make big sacrifices in midfield, and I have to fit in someone in the five to six million midfield range if I want to still keep like my heavy. Hitting defenders, right, which right, I right. do. So you have to decide like where you want that money. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's diff- it's interesting too, though, because I could, for example, I have Dini in right now as my third striker. If I go Welbs at third striker, I could have someone like Lanzini in instead of Dini. So that's it's almost like that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, 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 totally. But or right or, now, a wo- or a Wobi. Yeah, no, fucking bullshit. He's gonna play. <laughs> But it's still with Welbeck is yeah. the games are quick. I, there's no question to me at this point he's first choice striker, but yeah, he always gets subbed off early, which you know I hate. Yep. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't, get, I don't love Welbs, yeah, but he's getting love, a lot of hype. Yeah, I mean, if I can have someone like Dini for two million less, I don't I, think that's too close. Yeah, I prefer that. I prefer yeah. Dini. I mean, he's on pens, and he's going to be involved in everything. There's always it's always a, a lottery with Arsenal attackers who's going to get the points when. And like, yeah, and like pens like can often get overlooked. Like we both probably like pens. I mean, we're like in the pen much. fifteen club. Yeah. Like we love pens. Club. You yeah. know, we have Circus Charlie on our teams yeah. simply because he's on pens. There's yeah. no other reason. But in two double game weeks, four games, that's. That's pretty serious because if you can just steal a goal, and it is like stealing a goal, it's like the player could have absolutely nothing to do with the pen, yeah. and you're just stealing a goal. Like that's so massive. Yeah. Like, and the chance of Dini getting one goal in four games is like so much higher just by being on pens. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, but I like Dini because I've liked him all year, and I've never owned I've never owned yeah. a Gallo or Dini all year, and I yeah. feel like it'll just be nice to see how it feels for a little bit. It'll, yeah, I like also, that. you know, I'm just, I still want to have fun. Like I want to get players I like. That's what we of keep course. talking about. Also, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what's the defense right now for okay, all so five? Right now, my defense is uh, Bellerin, Gabriel, Jan Mott, Smalling, and Rojo. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't feels love pretty it. good. I don't love it. It's definitely not going to be a final draft, but it's just the loose kind of. It's more or less just the loose price template that I keep playing around with. Mm. Um, I'm not. I'm just Gabriel. I'm not sure about it. It's, he's four three. It's ridiculous how cheap he is. Yeah, that's um, so fucking cheap. Yeah, and I can. I mean, they had a really big game this weekend against Everton, and they have international break, so. Murdersacker is clearly not first choice ahead of 
either Kashelny or Gabriel if he gets dropped for that game. And Gab played well, and he got a bap, and they got a clean. Yeah, so I feel like this is an instance where they have no other games in their life, and I feel like he should play both, but I still have that nagging doubt where it's just like Murdasacker's a very capable replacement. Yep. Um, they're playing two really shitty teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So maybe he's just like playing matchups or something. Games. I don't know. You yeah, know, I don't like know. for all we know, he's playing matchups, and it's like fuck. Yeah, I don't know, and I'm, I feel like I'm almost getting drawn into him because he's so cheap and he enables so much else. Right. And I feel like it's almost gambler's fallacy that he he I know he's not going to play all the games, and I'm just it's going to be worthless having him when I would probably be better off like keeping Huth. But it's also yeah true. <laughs> but it's also gambler's fallacy. It like to a T gambler's fallacy to think that he's going to get benched just yeah. because you're thinking he's like we're all subconsciously thinking he's going to get benched only because he's on a run of starts. Yep. Which is like literally the definition <laughs> of gambler's fallacy. Yep. So I like it. I mean, I don't know about Yanma. I'm not sure about Rojo, but. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Jan and Rojo have room to go. So, so far, I'm happy, though. In general, though, the thing that's frustrating is Smalling's nailed. And I was playing around with Cresswell. He's been in my team a couple times. Mm, I like yeah. him. And we yeah. talked about that. I think they have really good defensive fixtures. So I'm sure I'll end up with either Ogbonna or Cresswell or something like yeah, that, that instead of those Rojo. Are, those are really good options. It just feels good to double on United defense because that's the differential. Everyone's going to have either Smalling or De Gea. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It'll be and, pretty rare. Yeah, and <coughs> they have such good defensive fixtures. So other than doubling with Smalling and De Gea, though, I don't think you have a double because they're probably not going to have another player who starts both those games. Yeah, no, that's a really, really good point. If um, only Blind was ruled as a defender, he'd be fucking yeah, so be obviously great. nailed. That would be great. But again, Rojo, he could stay. I'm not sure. He's only five. It's pretty cheap, and he yeah, does seem cheap. to be he does seem to be first choice. But as you say, he always gets niggly things. Yeah, and yeah. then Yanmar, I don't know. I mean, I've have prosciutto face, pizza face, so we'll see. Yeah, uh, and then my midfield, um, Balassi hasn't moved. He's definitely going to be in my team. That's just fun. Yeah, it's just fun. I mean, his fixtures are terrible, but he has Norwich in 33, which will be nice. And who knows right. when I the keep double... forgetting like that you have 33 in mind because I so don't have it in mind. Yeah, even 32 to a degree, but um, yeah. who knows when that Everton game's going to be rescheduled, but that's a good fixture. Yeah, um, But yeah, true. it's really just fun, and he's only six, which is pretty cheap, so I'm going to definitely be going with Balassi. Nice. Um, Paye is definite. And yeah, then I'm obvious. playing around with the other three spots between Alexis and Otsel for one spot. Firmino I'll probably go with, assuming he comes out healthy from international breaks. And then I'm yeah. playing around with Lana and Coutinho. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go with both either, but Liverpool is a similar situation with West Ham and United now with that fixture is that their Europa games are I right know, both the legs. Dortmund game. They're right there. So, and see, that's, but the big difference, though, is that we were talking about United. Like he could rest people in the FA Cup game. Like Europa is way more important to Liverpool than the league at this point. Like yeah. if they beat Dortmund in this tie, like they're the favorites to win the whole tournament. Yeah. So totally. I totally. Agree that's with how that. you get into Champions League at this point. 
So that also just brings so much question to my mind about yeah, that's if it's a good tack. Because we talked about they're one of the few teams that have double and 34. Double they're the and only team that's double 34, double 37, and a game in 35. Yeah, Literal right. only team in the yeah, league. Yeah, you're right. I mean, hopefully, I just, if, if Everton's fucking stupid Palace game gets rescheduled for Game Week 35 and they don't have a blank, that would just be a dream. That would be a dream, yeah. Because then it would just it would solve so many problems. You would just open but, up that, yeah, just so much flexibility. Yeah, but I was also playing with Barkley a little bit, but that's the thing is that you can't have too many blankers in 35 and I'm already going with Balassi and Paye and... I already ha- you're gonna for and sure have two defenders. Yeah, or as, yeah, you're definitely gonna have two defenders who are blanking. So I have Dini and two and Lukaku. I have like too many guys. So. Let me ask you about Liverpool. You haven't considered a Liverpool defender. Well, I, the only one I was de- I was considering really was Klein because he seemed the most nailed on to me. But I think Sako is the most. Really? Yeah, I mean, like. Lovren has been him and Lovren have been by far the best partnership, and I think Skirtle's horrible performance pretty much cemented him to the bench. But also Sacco has been really, really good, really fit, and he's the only left-sided one. Like Lovren, it can play left-sided, but he's a righty. And Sacco and Marino or Sacco and whoever's on the left, even the midfielders on the left, just have such a good rapport at this point. I just can't imagine Sacco getting dropped. Yeah, no, I that makes sense, and I mean, if I could maybe fit Sacco in at defense, and maybe I would put De Gea back in at goal somehow. Yeah, right, right. I mean, he's um, played essentially like thirteen straight games, starting or something yeah, like you're that. Right. And he's clearly watching them the best. Like, yeah, oh fucking, yeah, he's so good. No question. Yeah. He's great. Um, but there's yeah, it's just gonna it's difficult because I keep fig- like fiddling around and putting different players in different spots, and mm-hmm. I haven't really found one where I've been settled on. I keep changing because like it's like preseason game week one or when you wild card, you know, you f- you find those players that are dead in that aren't moving, and then you know you're gonna go with them. But I feel like I have a lot of spots that are still changing. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, and it'll just kind of work itself out. But fuck, it's such a fucking tit fest. Yeah, it's definitely a fucking tit fest. It's so fun, but yeah, it's just I, like something to do at all times. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. But yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I, and it's still like I want to find the differentials because that's where I have like personally fun. And yeah, it's of course, difficult because yeah. it's really hard to reason against those players that are going to be in most teams. So um, yeah, it's hard. I mean, like, do you have any favorite differentials that you're looking at aside from the guys? Like in your team already, like Dini and Balassi? I mean, attacking wise, I think it's really difficult to find because, like, Newcastle, for example, when Aldum has been playing deep under Rafa, he's like, he right, had zero yeah. shot attempts. This, he had zero touches in the box this week. He's been it's playing ridiculous. holding next to Shelby. And those are, you know, Townsend had pretty good stats, but fucking Townsend. I don't know. Newcastle's tough because they're. They have everything to play for, like you mentioned earlier. But attack wise, I don't know. Mitrovic has pretty good stats, but he has, takes a lot of like headers. Like it's almost misleading because a lot of his, a lot of his box touches are headers, and those are yeah, who yeah. knows what happens. Like, yeah, those he's are so, not as good. And yeah. you know, watching him, he's not a clinical player in any degree. So, but he's a clinical cele- celebratory man. Oh, he certainly is that. <laughs> that, that was goal. the best fucking thing ever. That was so good. 
But Newcastle is a team I keep trying to mine for a differential, and other than kind of like Jan Mott, who I don't, I'm not sold on, and I probably won't have him. I don't really see yeah. anyone too good there. And the problem I with agree. Newcastle is they're still really shitty. They're horrible. Like, I mean, they're like horrible. you said it earlier. Sure, they've been a little bit better defensively, and like they have good stats. They still lost both games and are fucking second or last place. Like they're so bad. Yeah, they're terrible. And it's the kind of thing where I keep trying to remind myself with the bench boost is something that I feel like I keep forgetting is that the reason why bench boost is so good and why we wait to have our team values till so late is so that we could get a complete squad of 15 players. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to keep that in mind and not having like too many prosciutto faces in my team where I normally <laughs> will skimp. Like Belassi's going to, by for sure, going to be my cheapest midfielder and he's six, which is normally insane. Yeah, and, no, that's so high. Yeah, and like defense, I mean, Gabrielle exception right now, but I don't know. I'm trying to create a squad, but I'm also trying to be mindful of getting those players that are nailed. It's, it's proving to be really difficult. And I think the, the Europa games for Liverpool are making things a lot more difficult because yeah. even for Mino, I don't know if I'm sure I'm going to have him or I might not even have a Liverpool attacker, period. Yeah, um, which is not not unreasonable. Like Mignolet Sacco combo is totally, totally fair. Yeah, you could do that because you know they'll at least play both. They'll play. Um, they'll play every game. Because if you get someone like Coutinho or Lalana who are on the fringes, and they only play one game, whereas you could have kept Mares who plays one game, like that's True. a nightmare for you. True. Yeah. So it's God, like, I, I want Lalana. Yeah, so do I. I love him. I haven't had him since he was on Southampton, and I love him. Yeah, same. But that's the thing is, if he plays one game, then it's the worst thing ever, and you're having it's a nightmare. Horrible. Yeah, and you really fucked up. And Sturridge, there's no way he's going to play a fucking like, seven games, like no, both Europas no, and both isn't. doubles. No, there isn't. And that's the no, kind of thing Rigi that... will play, Benteke will play. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing that you could hit it and you get the player who, for whatever reason, misses uh, the Europa game or something, and then you're yeah, you know, yeah, having yeah. a laugh. But there's a big risk there. So Especially with Liverpool, more than any of the other teams, I think like United, they don't have that many attacking options. You know that he's going to have to pick like a few of the players there. And West Ham, I guess, has a few striker options, but um, honestly, Liverpool's if Rooney's tough. fit, he's like the ultimate differential. Yeah, that is interesting. You're getting Rooney, Rooney home Villa, home Palace, and on pens. Yeah, no, Rooney is definitely an interesting differential, especially because he was really good before he got hurt. He had a really good run. He was on the best run of the season by far. Yeah, so that is an interesting thing to think about, and I'm fucked with that because he's not going to be fit before the international break. So So you won't even know. I won't even know. I mean, I could, I guess, figure out a way to get him in, but the other thing I could do, which is something I was toying with, is if I go a little bit cheaper in midfield... Um, and don't go with any Liverpool midfielders, and I get mm-hmm. some weird differentials, and I put in mm-hmm. a heavy front line with uh, Aguero, Lukaku, and I keep Kane. I can keep yeah. Kane for a couple weeks, and I can earmark that floating transfer to be Kane to whoever, because then I'd be able to afford Sturridge, Rooney, anyone else. Right, right, right. And yeah, no, that's of, super reasonable, yeah. And then it would kind of keep me in line having three heavy strikers and not have to like fuck my shit up too bad. To yeah. if with Dini, you know, because then I'm stuck with Dini and Lukaku that 
I probably want to keep Lukaku, but if I want to upgrade Dini significantly, I'm going to have to significantly downgrade someone else and take yeah. a hit. It's just the yeah, team yeah, structure yeah. is all fucked up. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. It's something to keep in mind. I was just thinking, like, this is kind of tracking back a little bit, but you're in a bad spot with the Liverpool players, but for everyone that's saving their wild card for um, 33, will we maybe know already? Won't we know already, like who played in the the Europa League game? Um, I don't think so because well, I think the first, the first Europa League, League game is before the Stoke game, which is who they have in thirty three. So we'll know at least the first the Europa game. Yeah, it's the seventh. Okay, so then yeah, that is much better. You'll have an idea. Is the, and the second leg is the second the, leg is the fourteenth, so it's before the before start of the double. Also. But like, we'll have at least a rough idea and and see how the game went and stuff, you know. Yeah, no, that for sure, that would be a big. Boost. So I just wanted to bring that up because I'm obviously saving mine. Yeah, you're saving yours. Yeah. But but yeah, that's the thing. That's and I mean, Aguero is a given, even though he's got the aways. You can't go away from him. Um, yeah. But that's the thing that's is difficult, you know, with the. Uh, mid-price midfielders, I'm finding there aren't a ton that I like, um, but differential-wise, like Watford, there's not much besides either going a goal or Dini. Yeah. West Ham, it's a lottery at striker between Valencia, Sacco, Carroll, and then they have you know Antonio seems good, but they still have Moses, Lanzini, and yeah. you're going to have Pae, and they're blanking in 35, so you're in trouble if you have two West Ham yeah, attackers. You can't get too many, yeah. And they have bad fixtures for 34 for attacking-wise also. Their double right, is not great. really bad. Yeah. And they're cheap. I mean, those are cheap players who would be good potentially, but... Um, also, Antonio's, like, right back now. Well, I think the, that kid Byram's supposed to be back soon, so I think he should so probably... So maybe he'll move back up? Probably will move back up when Byram's back. Because he conceded that pen, and it's just... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you he's can't not have a fucking him. Right, right back. back. Yeah. yeah, he's been deputizing, and like I don't know, Tompkins seems to be dead. But yeah, it's hard to find the differential. Like honestly, the two like cheekiest and maybe shrewdest moves that I'm that I'm seeing or I'm just getting out of our discussing it are both like super high priced players in Rooney and De Bruyne. Yeah, De Bruyne could be a good Those, one. Both of them could absolutely go insane and propel you and be the best move ever. Yeah, no, that definitely could happen. Yeah. Um, but De Bruyne, that's the thing is with Otsal and Pae, they're both really expensive. And then fitting in De Bruyne as well makes it's you... It's really tough to fit everyone in. The thi- I keep seeing teams where they're really skimping big on defense, and I just don't see that as good because... There's a lot of every year with double game weeks. There are defenders that get like 14 point ranges, oh, in double. Yeah. And if you have shitty ass fodder pieces of shit defenders who are on bad teams who are cheap just to enable like that extra heavy hitting attacker, it's not going to work. I don't think it. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, but, it's never good to go too top heavy or too bottom heavy. Honestly, it's like you want the balance. You want the chance of. Goals and clean sheets and bonus points. Like bonus is so huge. Like you can yeah. get a guy who gets six points in bonus points alone. Yeah, no, it's massive. If you get yeah, versus like just points. getting like right, like you said, like the difference between like Oatsill and Alexis. Like yeah. that's not worth it. No, it's it's not. So 
I don't know. Do you, should we should we leave it at this for today? I feel like yeah. I mean, we usually go captains, cleans, and our teams. We kind of did our teams in this discussion. Like for my, well, you're on wild card, so you're just like losing your fucking mind. For my actual team, I have one free. I might just make a defensive move. I'm kind of waiting it out. I want to see Otamendi because I'd like to start him, but don't know. And then. My other my other defenders suck and have bad fixtures, so that's probably a good move to make. But I need to wait yeah, on Firmino, and I need to see other shit. Yeah, I, I think you're pretty well set up, though, because... Yeah, I can always play Ali for Firmino. Yeah, yeah. And no, you I'm look like fine. you're in really good shape for next week. The only problem is, and like I don't want to get too much into next week, because we'll, we'll pot again next Tuesday. Yeah. But I was looking at <clears throat> captains, and it's just really hard. Yeah, uh, yeah, captains in mind. Fuck, I have no idea. Who There's not really any good captains except Pae. so yeah. not owning him is just a nightmare. Yeah, Pae seems probably like the best option. Um, who else? I was thinking of someone else. Uh, I'm, but that's the thing is, I'm probably gonna just captain either Otsol or Alexis. Cause I'm gonna be at the game. Oh my god, you're gonna be at the game. Yeah, it's like, how could I not captain someone in the game I'm fucking going to? You gotta send me like a picture or something so yeah, I can I'll tweet be, it out. I'll send, I'll send some shit. Oh my god, that is so fucking good. You're going to that one, game, and then what's the other game you're going to next week? Um, then it's Palace. Uh, maybe I, I thought I, the Palace had a home game. Maybe it got moved. Yeah, Palace home Norwich in oh, 33. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm fucking mind fucking. So you're gonna yeah. count in Balassi in thirty three? <laughs> yeah, actual. Actual? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, that is so good. How c- I'm gonna be at the game. How can I not captain a player when I'm there? Like that's ridiculous. what are the odds of you getting kicked out of either game? Um probably low. Really? Because I'm gonna be taking it in and observing so much. It's not like going to a Mets game where I get I've gotten kicked out of several. But are you okay. going to be with the wives or just you and Sunny? No, it's just me and Sunny. Oh, so you're going to be blackout. Well, it's going to be a problem because I land and I'm going straight to Emirates. What? Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's kind of tight. So we're not going to have time to like So you're do not going to Yeah, you're not going to have that much time. You got to get we'll, a pie at halftime. Yeah, maybe we'll have like an hour or something before at best. <clears throat> gotcha, so gotcha. That's gonna wow, be that is so good. I'm so jealous. Yeah, but the Palace game, I'll be properly fucked up before. You'll be fucking destroyed I'll be at Selhurst. I might get kicked. No, I'm not going to get kicked out. No, but you'll be. Because you're not going to sit in like the fucking nuts section. So you're going to be by far the loudest person in your section. Well, I don't know what. Well, I don't know like what the protocol is over there. I mean, I don't know. Is it going to be like Rangers where like you're always talking to your neighbors about everything? Or is it going to be like baseball where everyone's just like hush hush depending on your section you're sitting in? I don't know. Mm, yeah, we'll see. I've I've been to Anfield. Um, I don't know. Everyone was kind of talking, but everyone was like, "It's just so much different than American sports." Like everyone's like so focused on the game. Yeah. Like standing applause for a guy just like pressuring the goalie. Yeah, that's great. Which, nice. Oh, it's it was incredible. I had fucking best time ever. But yeah, you'll have to feel it out. I hope you don't get kicked out or get into a fight. I'll try not to do either of those things. Yeah, but honestly, they'd be good stories. So maybe for the good of the pod, you should get into a fight. (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) (sighs) All right, yeah, Um, let's wrap it up, right? Yeah. 
All right, follow us on SoundCloud. And wait, Stitcher. we will pod next week, right? Yeah, yeah, we're podding next week for okay. sure. We'll be back. We'll talk captains, cleans, more. Next week will be more like the Game Week 32 pod. Okay, sounds good. Follow us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, we're on iTunes, any podcast app. Email us, fmlfpl at gmail.com with your opening questions or rate my teams or questions in general. Tweet me, fmlfpl, join the league. Uh, Cheers. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.